remember we were playing against the Lakers, Tom, and we were out here in L.A. And, um, you know, like I always try to outwork people, right? That's just how I made my mark. So the game was at 7. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come to the Staples Center because we're playing. This is when the Lakers had Kobe and Shaq, okay? This is, this is like the championship Lakers. I was like, you know, I'm going to get there at 3 o'clock. I want to make sure I make 400 made shots before I go back into the room and then I sit in the sauna and I get ready for the game. So, you know, get in the car, get to the gym, get there. And as I'm walking onto the court, who do I see? I see Kobe Bryant already working out. You know, so I put my sneakers on and you ever get lost in what you do where you end up like, wait, it's been an hour and a half. Like I, I'm just, I'm, I'm here, I'm in it. So once I set my foot across that line, I started working out and so I worked out for a good hour, hour and a half. And when I came off, after I was done, I sat down, and of course I still heard the ball bouncing. I looked down, I'm like, this guy's, this guy's still working out? He was working out, for like, it looks like he was in a dead sweat when I got here, and he's still going. And it's not like his moves are nonchalant or <laughs> lazy. He's doing like game moves, you know? Um, I sit there and I unlace my shoes, I'm like, I wanna see how long this goes. I sit out there and watch, another 25 minutes. And he got done. I said, okay. I think I've seen enough, go play, you know, come back, get in the sauna, get ready for the game. That game, he drops 40 on us, okay? And after the game is over, I'm like, I, I have to ask this guy. Like, I, I have to understand, like, why why he, he works like that. Right. So after the game, I'm like, hey, Kobe, like, why why were you in the gym for so long? He's like, because I saw you come in. And I, and I wanted you to know that it doesn't matter how hard you work, that I'm willing to work harder than you. Wow. And he's like, it's, don't hold, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not saying I right. dislike you as a person. You just, you inspire me to be better. Right. And it was the first time I started to see this level of competitiveness where I said, I need to start doing more. Another busy week, you know, we're right in the heart of um, region play. So um, coaches are coaching their butts off. Players are playing their hearts out. And um, it's been some exciting basketball across the state. First and foremost, you know, God is good. All is well. And um, happy to be back. Like you said, we're not all in the juke tonight. We all out on the road handling some um, other ventures. But we wanted to make sure we brought you guys a show this week. How's things going with you, um, Brother Kurtz? Yeah, good, good week as always. Uh, just getting back from Tampa, Florida. Was down there for uh, the National Hoop Fest. Uh, Oak Hill Warriors got the win, twenty nine and zero on the year. So playing well, Coach Daly and uh, and our AC Floor Falcons got the win Friday. So good week for sure. My uh, my boy from high school is the assistant D line coach for the Jacksonville Jags. I thought he was going to pull it out today, but. Uh, uh, great season for him and the Jaguars, and I mean, 
a lot about what we're going to talk about right now, uh, the difference between good and great. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, or you hate them, the Patriots, but you got to respect them. They're great. And, uh, and I respect greatness. So, I mean, hats off, salute to the Patriots. What's this, uh, I mean, they played, they played the AFC Championship, what, eight years in a row? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. and this is their, what, 10th Super Bowl appearance? That's crazy. Yeah, 10th trip to the Super Bowl. That's, that's, that's greatness. I mean, yeah, no that's... You try to hate on someone, you can't. You really can't hate on greatness. Um, sure. Let me, let me say something. Uh, uh, high school coaches, please don't put together a college schedule for your kids ever again. Uh, yeah, told you man that Porter Guard squad is not only are they extremely talented they're well coached they're disciplined they have a high IQ of the game so kudos to you man for 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 taking that game and accepting that challenge and I know your kids played their hearts out and played well but what about this how about Zion Williamson choosing Duke I don't know man I don't even know how to how to handle that one. What do you think, Mike, about that? I mean, I was definitely shocked. I, I, I thought for sure it was going to be Clemson or South Carolina, but... Uh, oh, Carolina. I mean, definitely. You cannot, you cannot go wrong going to Duke. I mean, there's questions there. Obviously, people talk about how much of a freak athlete and, and man he is. There is a little bit of question about his, his skill set and for him to go to a place like Duke where he's going to be surrounded by the now the top three players in, in his class will be there takes a lot of pressure off of him where he does not have to carry the team. Um, yeah. and I, think, I, I think it's a great move. I mean, obviously to be in the Duke family and uh, with Coach K and now you got you got two unbelievable freshmen coming in with him, uh, Cam Reddish and uh, RJ Barrett and then I think they're number 10 player in the country is going as well and then uh, whoever stays there uh, is coming here I mean it's going to take a lot of pressure off of him where he can just really work on his skill set and, and and learn from 
arguably the best coach of all time, or Coach K. Yeah, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was shocked. Um, my professional opinion, like you said, I thought North Carolina was still in there, but I really thought it was gonna come down between Carol- South Carolina and um, Clemson. But like you said, good versus great. I mean, the other programs are really good. North Carolina is a great program. Um, Kansas is a great program, but Duke is out of that bunch. Duke has been probably the most premier program and. Because of their greatness, they gave themselves the opportunity to pull in the number two player in the class and finish out the top class of 2018. So congrats and kudos to um, Zion Williamson and his family, his mom, his dad, um, and Coach K for doing another great job and his staff of recruiting. But what we want to get into on this show, um, something we always talk about in the athletes arena, the athletes world is good versus great. Um, Micah talks about it all the time because we're always trying to push our student athletes to greatness. And um, what we'll do is we'll go around the table. I'm going to let Micah spit first on what what's his take on good versus great. We'll let Coach E go, and then um, I'll get into my thoughts, and then we'll collaborate from there. Yeah, and uh, Coach Daly talked a little bit about about – his, uh, what his thoughts on, on being great that you know, he's going to talk about on this show. And I, I had jotted down a few notes while I was on the plane uh, today because I knew this topic was this was going to be the topic. So um, I, and I, I'm willing to bet that mine and Coach Daly's thoughts are very similar. But I mean, <laughs> what I think is really, I mean, the difference between first off a quote a quote that I think is is very and very inspiring and something I think about all the time is um, the difference between good and great is is good does not know what it takes to be great and great doesn't want to know what it means to be good. The Mm. difference between good and great is good does not know what it takes to be great and great doesn't want to know what it is to be good. So I mean that's a quote that uh, it, you got to sit there and think about for a little while, and uh, but it really it really rings true. Where a lot of people that are working hard and they're good at what they do, they think, they think they're great, but they're really not great, and they really don't know what it takes to be great. And the ones not they don't want to be good. It's not, it's not that they don't want to just be average. They don't want to just be good. Kobe and Kobe and Michael Jordan, those guys were something. Completely in a completely different realm of how hard and how focused they were, and they didn't want to be good. They didn't want to be great. They wanted to be the greatest. And so, I mean, I think to be great, um, number one, you definitely have to have a clear vision of what you want and and where you want to go. It can't be you can't be spread out all over the place, and, and, and you need to have a clear very narrow focus approach into what you want um, and and in order to obtain where you want to go you need to look at all uh, you need to see any obstacles as challenges and look to overcome those challenges you can't look at them as deterrence you need to look at them as challenges and ways for you to overcome those so number one you got to have a clear vision number two um, and we've talked about this in, in previous shows with is 
you definitely need to choose to be different and you need to be daring and choose to be indifferent and even if that's the unpopular decision where your friends or your influences are not doing what what takes to be great, you need to be you need to be strong enough and daring enough to go all the way from where everybody else is taking the easier road. Um, number three, you need to have a plan, an action plan, a written action plan that you stick to and you look at daily with short-term and long-term goals so that you stay focused on whatever you, whatever you decided, whatever your vision was of where you wanted to go to be group. I think we lost Mike. Yeah, we lost Mike a little yeah. bit. Mike, you still there? Yeah, sound. Okay, this is him. Hold on. Yeah, Micah. Yeah, my bad. I lost you guys for a second. Yeah, we lost. Uh, we lost you on number four. But yeah, number four, you need to be selfish and put your needs and your goals at the top of your priority. Uh, and you, you you can't place socializing and hanging out with, with and being unproductive ahead of your goals. And then uh, and then number five, you need to surround yourself with supportive and positive that are going to help you reach your goal. And if people are 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 not helping you achieve your goals, then, then you need to think about not surrounding yourselves with them as much. And uh, and then the, basically, last one is um, you need to define the norm. You need to be curious and, and, and to any anything that can help you reach your goal. And don't accept don't accept no as the status quo. Continually look for new new ways to break through the doors, to, to beat challenges, to, to pass any obstacles on the way, and, and really never, really never take no for an answer. So, I mean, those are just some of the thoughts that I wrote down for what it takes to be great. Yeah. Um, hold on one second, Mike. Let me get um, Coach E back on the line. Yo, Coach, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm a All right, man. Micah, those were some tremendous points. Um Coach E, what's what's your take on good versus great, brother? The difference between to me, the difference between good and great is effort. You know, I agree with I mean when Micah said that I, and I heard that saying, uh the difference between good and great is good doesn't know what it means to be great, great doesn't know what it means to be good doesn't even know what that feeling is. Um, and I think that feeling is the effort. And, you know, you always... And in the job that we do, in, what, in our profession, as coaches, you coached very good players. You coached talented players. Um, and then you, then you coached great kids. Like... Like, kids who just would not accept just being good, you know? And I think that that is mindset. It is not 
that is not anything you, I don't think greatness is anything you teach. I think greatness is something you are. Something that is acquired over time. And, and only the great ones know what it takes to acquire that. You know, it's a will. It's in your heart. It's in your DNA. It is, I am not just going to accept this. It is, I am going to man up. I am going to, this guy is not going to beat me. You know, greatness is, uh, 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 shoot, we said it earlier, you know, the, the, the New England Patriots are going to their 10th Super Bowl. You know, you didn't tell me that Bill Belichick is, 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 he's taking this coaching thing to another level, whereas no matter what quarterback you, you plug in there, yeah, Tom Brady is a phenomenal uh, uh, player, but you, you got to remember, you know, the backups that come in and, and deal with the season, they end up getting multi-million dollar deals off of working with, you know, is it the system or is it the player at that point? But then they leave New England and it's like, you know, who, who were they when they were there? You know, who was going or was it real? Even their assistant coaches go on to have coaching jobs and don't be successful as they are when they're in New England. You know, because uh, uh, Bill Belichick exudes a, 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 a great, it, it, it's in his DNA and, and, you know, didn't learn that from Bill Parcells because he's off the Bill Parcells street. Or is it something that was just in him? You know, a little, you know, the last playoff win that the, the Cleveland Browns had, who was the head coach? It was Bill Belichick. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So, the man just, you know, that, that, that's greatness. And I think that a lot of kids um, get lost in being good and are striving to be great because great takes, you know, for the good people, great takes too much. Being great gives up too much. You know, I mean, you, you know, you ever gone into a game where you see this is the number one ranked player versus the number two ranked player? And, you, and, and as you're watching the game, you realize why number one is, is clearly head and shoulders above number two. And it's because there's greatness. He accepts, that person accepts the challenge of defense. He, 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 he wants to be great. He wants to show everybody that no one else is as good as he is. No one else is great but him. Uh, 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 Michael brought up, you know, Michael Jordan and, 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 uh, 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 Kobe Bryant because of their, the mentality of greatness. You know, some people say that's why, you know, and we had this discussion before, some people say that's why LeBron can't be in that conversation with those two because although his talent level says he's great, you know, how, 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 how much of that is ingrained in him or how much of that was God given? You know, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm not sure if how many people understand that. Yeah, you really feel what I'm saying? But, you know, to me, I, I, you know, when John, John, he thank you, it, 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 it hit me real hard because coming off of this week, I needed to see if my team was good or if we were great. And I had this same discussion with them. And I swear to God, sometimes it, 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 sometimes we talk and I think sometimes we're on the same wavelength because we had the same discussion after the, after the game yesterday. I said, you see, we thought we were great on Tim King and, you know, what's the thing? Uh, uh, with the exception of, uh, 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 I know we have, we have a, a, a G-rated <laughs> listening rate, but, you know, we thought you were this bad as we that this bad Like, that's what the difference between good and great is. You don't know how good or great you are. You don't know when you fall on the food chain until you meet great. 
you be the person that can stand up and be great on the same stage, or are you gonna just be good? And that's when and that's when it comes into play. And like and you know, that's just my two cents on it. I mean, I just it's funny how this topic comes up right after. I'm 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 on my guy about turning that corner to greatness. And and being on the level of uh, and being on the level of the AC Clause and being on the level of those great teams that have that that, that exude that greatness on a night in, night out basis. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you can't just do it when you're playing against a great team. You gotta do it when you're playing against the New York team, when you're playing against the the the, 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 the horrible team, when you're playing against the good team. That greatness, that greatness, like 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 I said, doesn't know what it means to be good. There's no questioning it. There's no questioning it. It's inside. It's ingrained in their DNA, and it's just something that is. That's just me. Yeah, man, I I feel you one hundred percent. I I I'm not. We're not gonna get into a LeBron debate again, but I do think LeBron is great. So well, I mean, I won that debate. You so, know, so you know, I I completely disagree with you. LeBron is great, but we're not we're not here for that. So <laughs> so here's my spiel. Here's my spiel on um good versus great. Um, first first and foremost. Um, one of the quotes that I got that stuck with me, like, um, Micah put me on to that quote he said earlier, you know, um, cause he put it up on the board in the weight room. But one of the quotes that stuck with me was a very simple one I heard from another coach was that, um, you know, talent is a gift and greatness is a choice. And, you know, that really stuck to me because, you know, God gives us all gifts. What we do with those gifts and what we decide to do with those gifts is what makes it great because you have to choose to be great. And what I would like to do is um, I came up with something called the layers of greatness. And um, I think the first layer of greatness is actually identifying what your talent is. What can you potentially be great at? Like we all have gifts. We all have um special talents which makes the world beautiful like everyone's not going to be a five-star athlete and everyone's not going to be lead cello in 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 a renowned orchestra however some you have to identify what you do well and once you identify your talent you know that's when you explore that's when you find out that you know this is something you're really talented in and I think the next step is once you identify your talent and you want to continue to work towards greatness, you have to accept it. A lot of times, especially young people, they struggle with being great because their talent is right in their face and what they're good at is right in their face, but they don't want to accept it, you know. And if you don't accept it, you're not going to feed, you're not going to feed that talent and it's not going to grow into what you really can be. So you got to be real with yourself and you have to accept it. And when you accept your talent and you're honest, you learn to embrace it. You embrace your talent, embrace your gift, be thankful for it. If you are an unbelievable artist, embrace it. Don't say what well, everybody else is playing basketball. I want to do that. No, it's okay. Like Micah said, it's okay to be unique. It's okay to be an individual. It's okay to stand alone. So embrace your talent after you accept it. And then next, I think you have to pursue 
that talent and you have to be fearless in your pursuit. And when I say fearless, that means failure doesn't frighten you. Failure just serves as decorations and, 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 and reminders of where you've come from and what else you need to do. So pursue your talent, pursue your gift in a fearless manner and don't allow or enable anyone to make you doubt yourself because doubt is a cancer to achievement. Once you begin your pursuit, this one is very, very um, important because it's, it's piggybacking on what Michael's, Micah said. You have to develop a plan, but don't just develop a plan. You have to develop a plan that's fueled from work ethic. Like Coach, Coach E said, it comes down to effort. It's one thing to have a plan. But if your plan isn't fueled by work ethic, by passion, by commitment, by dedication, you're not going to get the most out of that plan. You're not going to be as efficient within that plan as you possibly can because you're not giving it your all. And when you use when you when, when you use work ethic to fuel your plan, you're going to make that extra effort. You're going to push a little bit further. And I think the next step. When you're working towards that is growing from all of your experiences, like though Coach E would have learned, would have loved to beat that Portugal team this weekend. He, his team had an opportunity to grow from that experience, but you have to grow from it. You can't be prideful and say, oh, man, whatever. I was just off that night. No, like Coach E said, they were a great team. And they bust our tail. So let's go be honest. We got to box out a little harder. We got to close out with a little more sense of urgency. We got to we gotta um, shoot our free throws with more focus. So grow from all of your experiences. Don't be blind with pride, okay? Grow from all of them. And once you do that, the last step is a very big one, which helps you accomplish, achieve greatness is be pleased with the results and enjoy where you are, but never limit where you can be. Because a lot of times during the process, we use the word process, process, process so much. When you're working within that plan, we tend to not enjoy your process. Because your process is going to be your process. It's individualized. You can't worry about what everyone else is doing. You got to keep grinding and you got to keep your feet in the dirt and you got to keep moving forward. But when you're going through this process, you have to learn how to be pleased with your with your results and enjoy where you are. Because a lot of times we allow the process to create stress. You have to enjoy the process of achieving your greatness. But with that being said, though you're pleased where you are and you're enjoying the process, you never want to limit where you can be. So once you get to that next step in the mission, know that you can push forward. Never put a lid or a roof over what over what you possibly could be. OK, we don't want to be like my brother Michael Jordan said at the North Carolina game. What did he say? The roof is the what do you say? The roof. The roof is the ceiling, something like that. The sky's the roof, whatever. I don't know what he said, but it was hilarious. But you don't want to limit where you can be. Never do that. Never let anyone tell you what you can and you cannot be. But that's just my thoughts. That's just my spill on the layers of greatness. Um, 
identify your talent, accept it, embrace it, pursue it, develop a plan that's fueled by work ethic, grow from all your experiences and be pleased with your results and enjoy where you are, but never limit where you can be. And that's just my spiel, man. And um, like Coach Kurt said, you know, as I'm not going to lie, I was pulling for the Jaguars. And, you know, especially once I found out Coach Kurtz had a friend on the staff, you know, I was pulling for those guys. But you greatness is usually not denied. And it's very hard to deny greatness. And um, the, the Patriots found a way. They found a way. Bill Belichick prepares at another level. And Tom Brady and, 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 and the rest of the team executes at another level. So congrats to them, man. And I'm looking at these Eagles kick, this, kick the Minnesota Viking butts right now. So... Yeah, no. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I love, I loved uh, what you talked about there, Coach Taylor. I, I think one hundred percent. Your last point. Um, enjoy, like we always talk about, the process. You have to embrace the process and enjoy the process because, in the end, I mean, ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent of the time is going to be spent in pursuing greatness and pursuing your goal and pursuing wherever whatever your end result is so you need to be enjoy and, and take pride in that entire process because then again if you're pursuing greatness and you do per, and you do reach your goal whether that's a state championship a national championship being the CEO of the company or whatever now if you're really pursuing greatness you're not just happy when you get there like you said now you look to your next goal and continue to evolve your goals and you're back to the process. And uh, Nick Saban talked about when they won the national championship, he has a 24-hour rule. You don't, you don't celebrate or mourn a loss from 24 hours. So when they won the national championship, he gave his staff and his players 24 hours off and to enjoy and celebrate that championship, but then on that 25th hour, they were back in there going for their next goal, their new goal of being the national champions in 2019. So you definitely need to enjoy the process, um, focus, stay focused on that goal. But if you really are focused and really pursuing what you're, what you're, what you're made to be great in, you are going to, you are going to reach those goals. And when you do reach those goals and you want to continue to be great, you need to continue to evolve those goals. So don't just, once you do reach those goals, say, well, now I made it, and now I'm just going to sit back because that's not what greatness is. Right. You can't be a phony jabroni if you want to be great. You can't say, hey, I want to be the next high-profile basketball player, but you're only shooting 75 jump shots a week, if that. You know, it. your work ethic has to be real. You can't be fake. And I'm really hard on my players about that, man. You, It has, it has to be real. But um, I know I know this for a fact, and you guys, both of you guys did a great job of, of explaining that. And it really does come down to this. Greatness is a choice. Because yeah, I've seen the kid that didn't finish in the top top 10 in his class become one of the greatest businessmen in the country. I've seen the least athletic kid become one of the 
most highly, highly touted and scouted athletes in the country. So, but with that being said, they had to choose to be great, man. And um, if you... Well, well, look at the two... uh the two starting quarterbacks in uh, this NFC Championship. Right. If, if I'm not mistaken, neither of them were drafted. Correct. I know. I know. Um, Case Keenum wasn't drafted. I think Nick uh, Foles. Nick Foles got. I think Nick Foles was. Drafted. He was drafted, but I know. I know Case Keenum. Yeah. Case Keenum wasn't drafted. No, nah, but Nick Foles wasn't yeah. one of those top ten picks, though. He still wasn't a yeah. guy that they were trying to invest the the program on the the, the franchise I mean, on. So. Right. And he and he ran like a work day in the forty. That's and that's what made that's what made Michael Jordan so great. That's 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 what made Greatness is an addiction, boss. It's and like it's it, 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 once you feel it, once you feel it, you don't want to go back to good. You don't want to go back to media. Because I'm not going to lie. I will say that this is why good is dangerous. Because good feels good. It feels good. You get a couple of pats on the back and, oh, man, you did a good job. And that was really good. And it feels good. But the great good ones. Like right. The, feels like it. the great ones. The great ones want no part of good. Like, I'm not going to lie. I am very good at cornhole. Like, I am really good. Like, most dudes don't want to see me. But I do nothing to pursue greatness in cornhole. So I will never be great. And, you know, and it feels good when you go to the family cookouts and beat people in cornhole. But then you go to an actual NFL football game and you get smoked by some random stranger who's playing cornhole every day because he has no life. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it all comes down to a choice, man. But I know this hasn't been one of our longer shows, but I think it was real, real – a lot of quality in it. A lot of quality. But um, Coach, I'm gonna go ahead and get to our shout outs, man. I wanna my first my first shout out is gonna go to um Coach Diargo Summers. He told me at the basketball game the other day he's a faithful listener. He listens every week. And um, you know, he would appreciate a shout out. So Coach Diargo here, Coach Summers, here's your shout out. I'm giving you a shout out right now. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate the we retweets. We appreciate the shares. Keep doing that, man. And um, that's my shout out for the week. I gotta, I gotta say, give a shout out to uh, my boy Jason Revovich, assistant D line coach for the Jags. Great year. 
congrats on the year. Hopefully they can make another run here in the future. Um, and then shout out to all the uh, McDonald's All-Americans came out this year. Shout out to all the newest McDonald's All-Americans. Uh, Keldon Johnson and Big Dave McCormick from Oak Hill. Great, great, very, very talented players. Uh, and hopefully they're going to be great players as they pursue their careers and uh, and continue to play for a long time. And so definitely a shout out to them and everybody else who is an All-American. No doubt, no doubt. What you got, Coachy? Uh, just want to give a shout out to Coach Ken Howe, who announced his retirement this year. Uh, head coach over at Long High School in Long South Carolina. Um, uh, uh, you know, really good guy. Um, great coach. He's done it for a very long time, and he's stepping down, uh, stepping aside. I'm sorry to see him. I don't know how sorry I am to see him go because he's a well prepared coach. Works extremely hard. His teams play extremely hard, and, and, and I'm, I'm glad I had the opportunity to not to not only get to know him, but to get to uh, uh, be honored to coach against him. So I want to give Coach Ken Howell over at Dunn's High School a big shout-out. Um, also, want to shout-out to our listeners. Uh, we are now reaching outside of south of the state of South Carolina. Let's go. Uh, 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 we now have listeners in New York as well as New Jersey, which is huge. Um, uh, also, want to give shout out to Rival.com. Uh, 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 they are not only posting just one or two shows; they are now posting every show. Let's go! Uh, Let's go! Yeah, you know, it's it's just getting to that point for us now. Um, we've been grinding for three, going on four months now, uh, and no matter what, um, just like anything, greatness is inconsistency. You know what I'm saying? Our show is good because we're consistent. Our show is good because the content is good. Uh, but most of all, our show is good because of our listeners. Right. Um, want to shout out all of our listeners for continuing to be here, listen, and to retweet and tweet and tweet at us and reply uh, and share, comment. It's just been, it's been great. Uh, when we started, I don't think we expected this. I don't think we expected this, and this is uh, it's been it's been great. So we're just going to continue on, and hopefully we can go to international uh, waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, shout out, shout out to the um. I forgot to say this. Shout, shout out to the player circle. Shout out to the player circle podcast. They showed us some love also, and um, hopefully we, hopefully we can get together and um, do some work with them one day, man. But um, like always, like Coach, you always say, man, you guys have a blessed week. Keep God first. We appreciate you, and um, you'll be hearing from us soon. Yes, you are. If you want to uh, join the conversation, uh, make sure to email us at the Salient English Show. That's the Salient A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. Hit us on Twitter at the s Show. Hit us on IG at the Salient English Show. Or to comment, share the podcast, uh, 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 make sure you subscribe. Uh, get on our YouTube channel. I know it ain't been live recently because uh, basketball season has been hectic. We haven't really had a chance to really post much. But go on there, watch the old videos, comment, share, subscribe. Um, and, and as always, keep God first. Anything else to follow. Peace. Appreciate you. A word we throw around all the time is difficult. How difficult will the journey be? How hard is it going to be to succeed? This is more or less asking, is a desirable outcome likely? We're asking if it's worth our time. 
right? If something's difficult, we associate that with a low probability of success. But that's not the right way of looking at it. If you want something enough, difficult becomes your best friend. It's your greatest asset. And this is one, because of the growth that comes with it, but two, because very few people are willing to chase it down. The reality is most people are average. And that's just looking at the definition of the word, right? If everyone was great, greatness wouldn't mean anything. There's something special about it, it's unique. It sets people apart. We generally live amongst people, places, and expectations that make up everything we know. That's our normal, that's our box. But what's particularly interesting is that the people we celebrate, the accomplishments we admire, they go far beyond this sort of confined view of the world. So where is the line? Something's weird, it's abnormal, it's looked down upon until suddenly it's not. You snap your finger and it's cherished. That guitar player practicing 15 hours a day, it's lame, they don't have a real job, they're not contributing anything to society. And then he or she puts out an album that revolutionizes music and they're a hero. The whole thought process is counterintuitive. And that's why the words difficult and great are so closely related. Not because it's physically stressful, but because great comes with a hefty mental price tag. Difficult means you are consistently doing what the average, normal, and unspectacular deem to be too great a sacrifice. They're not asking if it can be done. They're not asking if it's possible. What they are really asking, what they want to know, is if they have to break through everyday normality to achieve a result. Do we have to make ourselves uncomfortable? Do we have to give more than we normally would? Do we have to be better than we were yesterday? If that answer is yes, the vast majority say thank you, but no thank you. And that's where defining opportunities open up. Great means you have the desire to set yourself apart. Difficult means you have the dedication and the drive to do the little things no one else wanted to do. There is nothing miraculous about greatness. It is not divine, it is not incredible. It's simply seeing the word difficult as a staircase instead of a brick wall. It means you get the opportunity to both give more of yourself and get more from the world. It is your secret door, your passageway. If the incremental progress, the growth and the sacrifice are worth the prize, easy, difficult, and everything in between fades away. The only thing worth a second of your time is making sure that every step you take points you in the direction of where you want to be most.